everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Strategist. I'm Fallon Fulce, and I help business professionals create a supportive and safe work environment so that they can ditch their toxic workplace and actually enjoy going to work again. And I found that this is such a big topic for me that I really wanted to start breaking down in each upcoming episode about you know, how do you even recognize that you're in a toxic workplace? And also, you know, what steps can you take once you realize that that's where you're at to actually make a change? And most importantly, how do you make that change without actually leaving your job? Because leaving your job is not always an option. So be sure to stay tuned for the next coming episodes and we'll talk more in depth about that. But today, what I really wanted to talk about is how do you even recognize that being in a work environment is toxic to you? Because it can be one of those situations where everyone around you seems to be fine. They all seem to enjoy their job. They don't feel like there is a major problem with where they work. Now, maybe it's not all sunshine and roses, right? I mean, you probably do still have some people who are commiserating with you on how horrible the workplace is. But if you really look around and start to notice, not everyone is probably feeling that way. And this is where I struggled when I was going through that time period in my career where things were very toxic for me. There were people who were in the same situation as me who seemed to not be bothered by what was happening, that it didn't rattle their cages or have any kind of ill effect on their performance. I was not so lucky. I was very much impacted by what was going on around me. And I could not thrive in that kind of situation. And so when I look back on that time period in my life, there were some key things that I really should have been thinking of as a red flag for me. And so that's what I want to share with you in today's episode is what are some things that you can start paying attention to in your career, in your job and your day-to-day life of, is this really a good fit for me? Is this environment helping me to succeed and reach my goals and create a place where I actually enjoy being at work, where I feel like I'm actually, you know, working towards a bigger picture. I am contributing to a bigger picture. And so one of the things that when I look back on that time period in my life, I hated, like with a passion, getting out of my car in the morning and walking into work. That was one of the biggest red flags that I should have recognized of I literally was, you know, driving into work. I, you know, most of the time was late, although I have, you know, guarantee you that obviously has very little to do with my job just because I naturally as a Pisces run about five minutes late. It's just a thing. (laughs) 
And people who know me can definitely attest to this. It is just how I do. It's me and it's fine, you know, and that is just part of who I am. Um, working on it, but you know, it just, it is what it is at this point. So that was my number one. I literally would drive into work feeling that rush panic of like, Oh my God, I'm so late. And then literally 10 minutes later, after I pull into my parking spot would still be in the car because I didn't want to get down because I was finding other things to do that I had to do before I went into work. I was checking Instagram. I was checking Facebook. I was checking my email. I was looking at my calendar, seeing what was going on for the day. I, you know, the list goes on and on. It was just this time that was happening where I would just lose track of what I was doing and procrastinate going into work. And it's because I didn't want to. It's because I had no ambition to actually start my day. Because if I started my day, then I would go into this whole thing of the horrible feelings and the horrible experiences that I was having at that time throughout my day. So that was my number one. That was one thing that I should have recognized and didn't that was, okay, this is not working. The second thing that I noticed, you know, as I'm looking back on that time period of my life was I ran on like negative 50 energy levels all the time. And It was actually worse because I would start my day feeling pretty relatively okay. I mean, at that time I had a newborn, so in general, sleep was out the window. So I was already running from a very depleted space. And so I would start my day feeling, you know, mediocre, okay. Maybe I got three hours of sleep last night, which was awesome. (laughs) at that time. And, you know, it was, I would start my day. Okay. And then by the time either lunch would roll around, or if I was lucky and I had a really great day, maybe mid afternoon, I was feeling entirely drained. I was just done. And it's because in that time work was pulling and taking all of my energy out of me. It was just draining me. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I am naturally very introverted, which probably most people wouldn't guess that because from an external standpoint, people view me as very um, extroverted, but I need time to myself to recharge I need that alone time and I need that space to really just recharge my batteries. And I wasn't getting that. I was constantly giving, 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 giving all day to the point where I was so depleted by the time lunch rolled around that I was just freaking done. Like I was, I wanted to go home. I, you know, but I had so much work left to do because of the type of job that it was in that 
I legitimately could not continue to function. And so obviously the tasks that happened in the afternoon that I would need to do were either fueled by coffee or I would take way longer to do them because I just didn't have that energy left in me to keep going. So that's like number two, right? One, I didn't want to even walk into work. And two, I was exhausted. It drained the life out of me to be at work. And that could be from a number of different things. You know, it could be from some needy coworkers. It could be from just the demanding nature of the job that you're in. You know, it could also just be that, you know, you are over giving and you are not putting boundaries in place so that you can recharge. Are you taking five to 10 minute breaks here and there? Are you doing something in your day to recharge? And, you know, extroverts have it a little bit easier because they can just go walk around and go talk to somebody. (laughs) I feel like anyways, Um, If you're extroverted, let me know if that resonates or not. But, you know, you can go and take a break, go talk to someone at the coffee pot, chill a little bit, and then you go back into your work and you're good because you just got recharged. For me, it looks more like I'm going to close my door or if I don't have a door, I'm going to maybe go to my car or I'm going to go find a quiet space somewhere for me to just chill for a minute put my headphones in, don't talk to anybody, put some really, you know, calming, upbeat, or, you know, whatever music feels good to you. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe you just something to zone out and refuel yourself. And I know that's not always easy to do is to find that space for yourself, but that's huge. So That is definitely something that I had to figure out how to not feel drained. So that was number two. The third thing that I should have really paid attention to is I constantly felt like I had to defend myself. Like I was always on the defense of, you know, Why was my point of view right? Or why was my data that I was pulling correct? Why did I feel like we needed to make this certain decision for work? Um, And so those kinds of things is where I was just constantly in fight mode. I was always in this, like, when people had a differing opinion, when people had a differing you know, point of view, it was this constant feeling like I was attacked. Like I was always on, you know, on point where I had to be there and perform and perform and perform and give and give and give. Where in reality, what should have been happening is it should have been a team effort. It should have been a way that it felt more like a collaborative effort rather than me always having to feel like I had to prove myself and feel like I had to defend my decisions. And so this is you know, another way that I could have identified that something was not right 
in my job. And so the last one that I want to go over is, you know, you never feel good enough no matter what you do. This is really one of the, you know, another way that you can identify that you are in a toxic situation. You inherently in this kind of, you know, this is what you're experiencing is you're tying your self-worth to your job. And I know a lot of us do this, especially in the business world where we feel like if we don't perform at work and we don't succeed and we don't reach our goals and, you know, climb the ladder and keep going and all these things that we failed. And if we fail at work, then we failed as a person. And so it's this constant feeling like you are never good enough. Like no matter what you do at work, and it kind of ties into constantly feeling you have to defend yourself, where you are constantly trying to prove yourself, prove that what you are, you know, your data, your stuff, your opinion is something that's good enough. And that is huge. Like that is... In itself, like you are tying your worth to this job that is toxic. Therefore, you as a person are toxic. It's this horrible circle of just constant, like, I suck at my job. I am not good enough. I failed. Therefore, I must be a failure as a person. And it's this horrible loop that we get into And that should have been another thing that I should have recognized. But to be honest, I was not in a place where I could even realize that that's what was happening. And it took me, you know, working with a lot of like wellness coaches, doctors, different things, and energy healers to really understand that that's what I was going through because there wasn't anybody to be like, Hey, Fallon, you know, you are in a very toxic place right now. You are in a place that's really not healthy for you. And I never understood it because not everybody was experiencing what I was experiencing. There were the few people who were commiserating with me but there were a lot of people who were operating just fine and had been in those roles for years and were totally fine. They didn't suffer any ill effects. They didn't suffer any kind of trauma or anything. But when I look back on my career, those years were the most traumatic for me. It's because I was not in a space where I could actually do that job effectively. And so no matter what I did, I always failed. Or at least perceived that I failed. And I ended up actually leaving that particular job and going to a different department. And that, for me, gave me the space and time that I needed to really reflect on what was going on and figuring out that that's what I had just gone through. 
I had gone through a toxic workplace situation. But the thing is, is that I didn't have to leave that job. I did not have to really leave it at all. I could have changed myself and the things that how I was responding, my boundaries, all of those things could have changed so that I could have thrived in that situation. It doesn't have to be this, I have to leave my job to actually change my workplace. Ultimately, our inner world, like where we're living in our head, is a reflection of you know what we see on the outside of the world like what is what experiences are we having what you know emotional state are we having that's reflected back to us from other people it's a direct reflection of each other it's a mirror image and sometimes it's really hard to even grasp because there are things that are happening in our environment that don't make us feel very good And so it's that in itself that will, it's hard to even recognize that you are having that kind of situation happen to you because if that's happening to you, then what does that mean for who you are on the inside? And that was what I struggled with the most when I was recognizing and reflecting on what I went through. Because that meant that all of those horrible things that I experienced and the way that I was treated and all of these things was because I, on the inside, was you know reflecting that back into the world. Like, that's some hard stuff to really wrap your head around and to feel okay about. And so... I lived in denial of actually thinking that I was even in a toxic situation and I stayed in that environment for years without even realizing that that's what was happening. So you don't have to do that. You don't have to stay stuck in the situation that you're in and you also don't have to leave the situation you're in to actually see a change and make a change. And that in itself is exactly what I start to outline in the ditch your toxic workplace in 90 days or less. It's a way for you to really start to recognize what's going on and learn a few tools that you can use to start changing your experience, to start changing your environment into one that's more positive and one that actually fits and aligns with who you are. And so I'm really looking forward to, you know, releasing that in the next couple of weeks. And I cannot wait to share that with you. So I hope that this episode has been very helpful for you in starting to recognize some of the patterns and things that are happening in your workplace and really starting to understand, you know, what does it even mean to be in a toxic situation at work? So I hope you guys have enjoyed this and be sure to connect with me on social. I'm at Fallon Fulse on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And shoot me a message. Let me know how you liked the episode, didn't like the episode. You know, just any feedback would be awesome. Uh, And I 
we'll talk to you guys next week.